want to say praise the Lord, everybody. Thank God for tuning in to this broadcast here at WONA on the farm here in Winona, Mississippi. We thank God here for being able to come here and share a word with you on today and give him the praise and give him the glory and magnify his holy name. We lift up the name, we thank him, we glorify him, and he is worthy to be praised. And we hope that you are one wanting and ready to praise the name of the Lord. Amen, 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 and amen. We want to start with our morning prayer and devotion. We thank God for this opportunity again. Every time we are allowed to be able to speak a word, and God would use us by his Holy Spirit, and we magnify his holy name. We lift him up. We thank him for everything, everything he's done, everything he's doing, and everything that he is going to do. At the same time, we know that there are people out there that are dealing with issues, situations, problems, addictions, hurt, pain, and all sorts of things. But as we know, we continue to tell you and to let you know and remind you that Jesus said to cast all your cares upon him for he cares for you. And he is always there. He would never leave you nor forsake you. But you have to make a decision. You have to choose this day whom you shall serve. You're going to serve him or you're going to serve the things of this world or you're going to serve the substances, the money, the worldly thing, the possessions, whatever it is. Or you're going to commit your life to Jesus, to repent, to accept him as your personal savior. He didn't say it would be easy. He didn't say the walk would be easy. He didn't say everything would be peaches and cream. But he did say he would be with you if you just trust him. Trust him at his word. Through it all, he is right there. For he said, behold, I stand at the door and knock, knocking on the door of your heart. If anyone, any man, any person, any individual, any individual, would open up and let me in, I'll come in and I'll sup with him. Come on, let's go to the throne of grace. Not only for prayer of request, but a prayer through repenting. First, we want to do that through this prayer. Tell the Lord you're sorry. Lord, we thank you this morning for what you've already done and what you're doing. And we thank you for what you're going to do. Father, we repent of all our sins and anything that we've done thus far up until this very moment right now. That if anything that went against your will and your purpose and your command, Father, we say we're sorry. We ask you to forgive us. And Father, upon forgiving us, Father, we ask that you would deliver us. Father, that you would save us. That you would raise us up, Father, to be the people, the creation you created us to be. To serve you and to glorify your holy name. To lift you up that we would recognize it's not about us. The only part about us that when it becomes about us is that we would utilize ourselves to commit ourselves to glorify your holy name. And Father, we praise you right now and we want to do that right now, Father. We want to glorify you, glorify your name. But you've already paid the supreme sacrifice. You've given a lot more than we will ever give. You've given everything. And yet you're still giving. Father, thank you right now. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for what you're doing. And thank you for what you are going to do. 
And Father, we ask right now, those that are hurt, those that are lost, those that are wounded, those that have been stricken with unforgiveness, bitterness, abuse, use, set aside, kicked aside, thrown aside, thrown away, forgotten about. No one there for them. Loved ones gone. But there's no one left but you. And so, Father, we thank you right now that you would touch those individuals if they have sickness, if they're going through the hurt and pain of abuse, of misuse, of molestation, or rape, or alcoholism, or drugs, Father, or mental illness, or disease, or famines, or pestilence, or cancer. Father, any of these things that we're mentioning right now, we pray, Father, that you would adhere unto us. Hear us, Father, that we cry out unto you for help. We realize we can't do anything by ourselves. We can't do nothing alone. And we need you to carry us, to guide us, to direct us, to lead us where we need to go. And Father, even, even when we're hard-headed, hard-hearted, stiff-necked, disobedient, not aware, maybe even in disbelief, Father, we ask you right now through repentance and prayer, you hear the cry of our voices and that you will forgive us and give us another chance. We know that you're giving us another chance right now, and we thank you. We thank you for your love and kindness. We thank you for your tender mercy. Father, we bless your holy name. We bless your holy name with praise and thanksgiving of acknowledging you in all our ways. Father, that you might direct our path. But also it is acknowledging you for being just you who you are. Being that loving, kind, kind, careful, care about everyone, loving for all people. Father, we thank you right now. And the power that you have to forgive us and guide us and direct us, we thank you right now. So touch right now, Jesus, by the power of your Holy Spirit, Father. Let it come and break yokes, tie down the walls of confusion, Father, of hate or bitterness, or racism, or any of those things, Father, or unforgiveness. Father, we may open up our hearts and our mind to your word, to your will, and to your way. We praise you. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you right now. Continue teaching us, showing us, loving on us, and allowing your grace and mercy to be upon us. We praise you forevermore. I praise you forevermore. And thank you right now. Father, as well, I also ask, Father, that you would come and work and live and speak through me right now. Say the words you would have me to say, that the people will hear your voice and not my voice, but your voice through my voice. Father, that they would awaken out of that dark sleep, deep sleep of loss, confused, misused, whatever they may be dealing with that would change their life, would impact them by your word that is about to be spoken by your guidance of your Holy Spirit. We praise you forevermore. 
in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We say amen. We say amen. God is good. He's never bad. He's loving. He's kind. And he's always there. But we have to turn from being arrogant, prideful, or, or maybe even think that we got it all figured out. We don't have it figured out. We don't have the answers. We can't do anything without Jesus. We have to come to the realization that it's going to take him to get us through all the things in this life, in this world that we're facing and that we're going to face and to lift up his holy name, to let him know that we need him. We always need him. We're going to always need him and that we're not going to be able to do anything without him. We thank him. We praise him. We glorify him in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Father, we humble ourselves before you to be used by you. Right now, Father, as we make ready to speak this word, Father, share this word with your people and their hearing. And wherever they may be listening, they may be listening by podcasts. They may be listening by this radio broadcast. They may be listening by conference call, online, and all of those different things that are being used to spread your word. But today, hallelujah, we want to share a word with you today. And in doing so, we want to bring your attention to the book of Ephesians. The book of Ephesians, there's a message that I like to share with you. And in doing so, just reminding you the things that we mentioned on last week about the behavior of Christian and a born again believer. We want to take it to a, another level, another step, another direction in your hearing today. In the book of Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 1, it begins in letting us know, starting with children and parents. Ephesians 6 and 1 lets us know, he says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Obey your parent in the Lord. In the Lord. For this is the right thing to do. This is the best thing to do. This is the only thing you need to do. And if you do this, you might live a progressive, a prosperous, lengthy time of life in your life. We have to understand that God have laid out instructions how we are to walk circumspectly in his will. So obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Before I even go any further, we're going to step back to another scripture. We're going to step back to Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 
chapter 28. Amen. Chapter 28 and 1. Hallelujah. We know that God is a good God. We know he's a loving God and a kind God. He's also a God of justice and righteousness. And the thing that he speaks, the thing that he says, that's what he means. It doesn't calculate to anything else except for righteousness and glorifying his holy name. Glorifying him, magnifying him. So in Deuteronomy chapter 28, beginning at verse 1 is blessing on obedience in this. Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Are you listening to me today? What I want to share today in your hearing are thoughts based with the scriptures that I am reading and sharing with you on today. There's, there's, there's two things if you want to count them, but there's one purpose in life that would allow you to be blessed all your life. And then it will be, allow you to be blessed after this life. There's only two of these things that you really must be capable and willing to do. And these two things is to listen and obey. Listen and obey. Listening and obedience will keep you out of jail and excuse this. And Hades, which is called hell. That's what listening and obedience will do. It'll keep you off of drugs, from living a raggedy, thuggish life, hated, bitter, racist life, selfish life, if you just listen and obey. This is what he said to the children of Israel here in the Old Testament. And then Paul comes back and reminds us, even through our children, to obey your parents. Obey your parents in the Lord. In the Lord. For this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. That it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. Long time. He's given us promise how we can live a long time. Letting us know through obedience, through listening and obeying. Today's time where young people, children, all over, even some adults, people have a hard time wanting to listen. Everybody wants to talk. Everybody got something to say. But what good is it if everybody got something to say and nobody's listening? What good is it if everybody's trying to speak and nobody can hear each other? 
Someone, somebody got to stop long enough to pause, to be ready, to be willing to listen to what instructions that are going to be given. The direction in which we must go and the things that we must do. So now we're living in a time, in this dispensation of time, that the word of the Lord have already spoken that in the last and even day perilous time would show up. Things would happen. And he also said in the fivefold gospel that he talked about that, that we're going to see the signs of the times of famines and pestilences and wars and rumors of wars and hatred and bitterness and all of those things, disobedience and all these things, all these things. But if we get back to the basics of hearing what God would say and God is saying and take time to listen to hear what he has to say to us. Not allowing our education, our universal, which is, I'm mentioning, I'm using that term for those that have attended and attending universities, intellectualities, is no match when it comes to listening and obeying God's word. That educational status and all of that learning and the capability to gain and learn and knowledge and all that is wonderful when it's used and it's purpose and its perplexity of the right time. But here we're talking about something just simple and plain. God's word, God's direction, God's instruction, which is go before everything, anything that starts in your life. That is to keep his commandment. That is to listen. That is to obey. That is to follow his instructions. So when we look around today, we're wondering why I don't have to wonder, but you might be wondering. I don't have to wonder. Why are we seeing the chaos? Why are we seeing the hatred? Why are we seeing the racism? Why are we seeing the bitterness? Why are we seeing the murders? Why are we seeing all of the things that are happening? Why are we seeing the storms? Why are we seeing the tornadoes? Why are we seeing the floods? And why are we seeing we can't understand the seasons and when the season is going to be? What time it looks like? What time it feels like? Why it's so hot? And why this? And why crop is not growing? And why things are flooding out? Why people are losing all? Why people are losing their life? Because of disobedience. Because of not listening, because of not wanting to listen and to adhere to the word of the true and living God. And he warned, he warned the children of Israel, he warned them, the Hebrews and the Israelites, he warned them when they first came from Egypt to let them know that the only way that you're going to make it to the promised land and even get into the promised land, the only way that you're going to prosper in the promised land is that you're going to have to listen and obey. And I hear, and I stand here, I sit here to tell you today, even young folks and older folks, and if you've forgotten and you've gotten in your aid and forgotten that you don't have to listen, I beg to differ to you right now. This, yes, you do have to listen. And you're going to have to hear somebody. And if you live long enough, you will hear somebody. So why not do it in the proper, the correct way, the correct manner, the obedient way of listening and obeying God's word. He's not going to come here and hold your hand. He's not going to force you. He's not going to make you. You're going to have to make a choice to be willing to listen. And if you want things to change in your life, you're going to have to be able to listen to what someone is saying, the instruction, where it's coming from, in order to follow the instruction, in order to make things right in your life, or either to prosper in your life. Otherwise, you're going to fail. 
or otherwise you're going to have problems, otherwise you're going to have difficulties. Yes, even in listening, you will have difficulties, but you will know how to get through them when you listen and obey. Listen and obey. Listen. Listening is very powerful. And let me help you understand something. Listening and hearing has two different distinctiveness, meaning this. You can hear someone talking and not be paying attention. That's hearing them. But when you're listening to someone, when you're listening to what they are saying, they have your undivided attention. You're paying attention. You're, you're really taking time to hear what's being said. So you'll know how to carry out the order or the direction or the instructions. Obedience follow is when you act on what you've heard and follow the direction in which you were given. And so we look in the world today and we wonder why everybody got something to say. Children, sons, daughters, mothers, and fathers, you can't hold a conversation with anybody now before you can finish getting anything out of your mouth. Somebody got to respond before you even finish what you're saying. Not taking time to hear the whole conclusion of the matter, as Ecclesiastes states. But we're here today and we're wondering why we're experiencing these difficulties, these sickness, these diseases. It's because if you look back over your life, if you check your record, just check your record, your record, not everybody else, not no one else, but check your record. Check your record and see what have you done, why, and how did you get here to this point right now? Whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're facing, might just be something you didn't listen. Might be just someone you didn't obey. Might be just something you didn't hear the whole conclusion of the matter that got you to this point right now in your life. Mom and daddy always tried to give us instruction to live, to do something that would not cause us to be harmed, but yet we as human beings, because of our fleshly natures, got to step outside of the parameters and, and find out and figure out on our own. But you know what? And they've said many times experience is the best teacher. No, it is not. No, it is not. No, it is not. Listening and obeying is the best teacher. It's the best teacher. You don't have to agree. You don't have to like it. You just check the record and say, if you listen and obey what someone tells you or what mama and daddy say or what God says, the thing that you will experience, you may not have to experience because you can go around it and move forward to the next step. The reason being because all the time that if you go through something, you might not live through it. You might not make it through it. And even if you make it through it, the consequences of going through it might be catastrophic. It might be devastating, and it may be life-changing, maybe life-changing. And a lot of you today are experiencing life-changing matters in your life. You're experiencing going through some type of difficulties, maybe even going through some type of sickness and illness, maybe a disease, maybe mental issues. You know what I'm talking about. High blood pressure, sugar diabetes, stress, anxiety. Cancer, high blood pressure, all of those things, lack of blood, high blood, low blood, short blood, whatever kind it is, mental illness, uh, you, you can't remember your name from the next few minutes or your thoughts or what you put something down and all that. Can't you see what's happening to you?
We are leaving here. We are fading out of here. And so this is why it's so very imperative and important that we will listen to the words of the Lord. My God, my God, hallelujah. Woo, Lord have mercy. Listen. Listen and obey the word of the Lord. Listen and obey your parents. Young folks, I know you've gotten an age where you think because you know how to tie your shoes. Hallelujah. You can write your name. So you can spell a little bit. You might be able to know how to take a bath, take yourself to the restroom and all that stuff. And so you feel like you don't need any help. You may feel like you don't need any instructions and all of that stuff. And older people, you may feel like because you've been here it's X amount of years, you got it figured out. You understand totally everything. No, you do not. You will never figure out everything. Never. And the Lord is always waiting to lead us and guide us, to direct us, to give us directions. Let me read you something here. In the book of Luke, chapter 11, verse 28, starting at 27, this is what happened keeping God's word, keeping the word. And it happened as he spoke these things that a certain woman from the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the beast, or I mean the breast, excuse me, which you or which nursed you. And Jesus answered her. She, she jumped out there and, and said something before she needed to. But he said, he said, more than that. He said, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. So Mary here felt like she was saying something that was way beyond what Jesus knew. But she didn't understand what was happening. She didn't understand what had happened. Yes. 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 Blessed the womb that bore you, yes. And the breast that nursed you, yes. But Jesus said, this thing is greater than that. This thing is bigger than that. And you don't get it. He said, but he said, more than that. That's when he said, more than that. More than that. He said, in other words, he's letting her know more than that is blessed are those who hear the word of God greater than my being born. So it tells me it's more powerful. It will be more in your best interest of your life to have the mindset, to have the, the ability, to have the patience to have the humility to be willing to listen to the word of God. Hear the word of God and keep it. Not just hear it, but live it, walk it, talk it right before everyone. Act it out. Keep it. Keep it. And so when we, when we minister, when we preach, when we say we're born again Christian, we say we're born again believers, as I said to you on last week, and then you do the opposite, and then you expect someone to follow you or listen to you or, 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 or believe you or believe in you or believe what you say, and your actions is totally the opposite of what you're saying. 
How does you think that make God look in their eyes when they're lost and they're walking in darkness? You see, we got to get away from, got to get out of this, got to step off from this hypocrisy and this halfway living and part-time living, talking about you love the Lord part-time and then the other time you're doing everything the world offers you. I told you all before, this salvation, this living for Jesus is bigger than just the words that come out of your mouth. This thing is bigger and greater than your attendance at church on a regular basis. This thing is more powerful than you can ever imagine. This thing is bigger than any preacher standing in the pulpit because without God sending him and speaking to him, using him, he still, he still is no one. He still is nobody. He can't, he can't do this on his own. He don't know how to do this on his own. I don't know how to do this on my own. I don't know how to do this by myself. It takes the spirit of God in order to make it in this world because of the sinfulness that have transpired because of Adam. We're going to have to follow the obedience of the word of the true and living God in order to make it. In order to make it. In order to make it. And if you continue to live in a manner where you feel like nobody can tell you anything, rest assured, you're heading on a cliff, getting ready to fall. Yes, you are. Because the minute you think you know it all, the minute you think you got it figured out, you, you, the minute you think, let me, take it, let me take it higher to these high intellectuals, the intelligent, articulate people. The minute you think your educational knowledge, your book, your theologicalness of what you think and figure out, you think you figured out about Jesus and what you understand about and what you think you figured out and not living and going by what his word said, you've just lost yourself. You've just called yourself to be uh, 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 confused and messed up in your head. But Jesus is willing to forgive you willing to give you another chance, willing to give you some direction, willing to give you some instruction if you are willing to listen. Children, parents, I really want to speak to the children, parents. When mom and dad are speaking to you, they're not looking for you to respond. They need you to listen. They need you to hear the whole conclusion of what they are saying, understand what they are saying. Not try to give an answer, not try to respond to what they are saying. We don't need to respond. We need you to listen and to obey the word of the Lord. Older people, elderly people, if you haven't figured it out and you haven't found it out, when the instructions of the word of the Lord go forth to speak to you like I'm speaking today, it is in your best interest, everyone within the sound of my voice right now, to hearken unto the voice of God while you are able. Why you're able? Why you're able? Now you can put it off. You throw it to the side. You can act like it ain't nothing to it. You can feel like it don't take all that. And you can act like you don't need it. You can act like your way because nothing has happened or transpired, devastating or, or, or anything like that in your life yet or tragical. And you just because it looks like it's going smooth. Like a smooth sailing, but you what you don't understand, the bottom will drop out at any seconds. It'll drop out at any second. And if you haven't heard the instructions, 
and you have given ear to the word of the Lord. You don't know whether you're going to be lost or you don't know whether or not that he will save you, rescue you from danger. He will. He can because he loves us, not because of what we've done so great. That's what he can do. But what we have to understand, we need to do our parts. And we're looking for the power of the Holy Spirit to make a move, change. We want that to happen. The only way that's going to happen is we obey God's word and listen. We're looking for the spirit to move, to do a mighty move and all that. Yes, he can do it. And yes, he's doing it right now. He's doing some great things right now. He's making moves right now. He's moving in people right now. He's using people right now. He's healing people. He's delivering people right now. But if you really want to see him move, you really want to see him active in your life, your life, then you're going to have to have an ear to hear what the spirit has to say to the church. What the Spirit has to say to the church. There's another verse in Luke chapter 8 and 21. He says this, but he answered and said to them, my mother and my brothers are these who hear the word of God and do it. Jesus' mother and brothers comes to him. This way, they come to him. We'll, we'll, we'll back up read verse 19 and bring it to you. Verse 19 says in Luke chapter 8, then his mother and brothers came to him and could not approach him because of the crowd. And they were told him by some who said, your mother and brothers are standing outside desiring to see you. And he answered and said to them, my mother and my brothers are these who hear the word of God and do it. Now he acknowledging, he's acknowledging the one that will listen to him. My mother and my brothers. And even, even if you move on down, not only, not only do they obey him, then, then, you, then you read in, in the next, from the 22nd verse on down, you'll find the wind and the waves of the oceans obey him. Now it happened on a certain day that he got in a, into a boat with his disciples. And he said to them, let us cross over to the other side of the lake. And they launched out, but as they sailed, he fell asleep. And a windstorm came down on the lake, and they were filling with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. Then he arose, and he rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. And they ceased, and there was calm. But he said to them, Where is your faith? You see, in order to obey God, to obey Jesus' word, you have to operate in obedience through faith. Obedience through faith. Listen and adhere to the word of the true and living God. And he will give you instructions. He will give you directions. He will give you what you need. And we've already explained, and, and it goes on down in the book of Ephesians, we'll get back to it, where, you know, when you listen and obey God, your days will be long on the land. Listen, obey. You can prosper. 
You can live a healthy life when you listen and obey. You don't have to go through what you're experiencing, but because of our hard-heartedness, our stiff neck, our disobedience, and because of this old uh, uh, difficult flesh, that sinful nature that we're listening to, it causes us to experience these things. You will experience things you would normally may have to experience if you would just listen and obey. Things that you may not have to go through if you listen and obey. May not cost you if you listen and obey. You might not lose what you lost if you listen and obey. You might not be experiencing sickness or illness or pain or whatever it is that you may be dealing with right now if you listen and obey. If you just listen and obey. So like I said before, if you just would do a checklist on your life, do a checklist on your life, not somebody else's because you don't know what somebody else's life is like. So do a checklist on your life and look back and see what was it that you were, how you were living, which part in that life that you were not paying attention to what God said. And you may find out that all of the things that I'm going through, you know what, it's my own fault. It's nobody else's fault. It's my own fault. Why? Because when they were telling me this, thus and so forth, I probably wouldn't be going through what I'm going through. But even though now that you're going through, now you should learn from it, to ex of the experience that you're going through, that God allowed you by his grace and mercy. It wasn't because you were supposed to. It wasn't because you were doing nothing so great. It's because of his grace and mercy. Grace and mercy. Grace and mercy. Proverbs chapter 8 is the excellency of wisdom. But verse 32 here says this. Now, therefore, listen to me, my children, for blessed are those who keep my ways. You see, he keeps saying this. Blessed are those, we read it in the Old Testament, we're reading it in the New Testament. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Blessed. Let me help you all to understand most of the time when people mention bless, people think about substance and materialistic things and all of that stuff. Let me help you understand something. It's better to be blessed spiritually and mentally first before all those other things come later. Because if you're not blessed mentally and spiritually, you won't be able to handle the things that come later. You won't be able to deal with it. You won't know how to deal with it. You won't know how to manage it if you don't learn how to listen and obey. So he says, now therefore listen to me, my children, for blessed are those who keep my ways. Keep his way. Keep his way. Keep who way? Keep the Lord ways. Hallelujah. Proverbs 19, verse 16 says something like this. He said, he who keeps the commandment keeps his soul. Woo, Lord, have mercy. He who keeps the commandment keeps his soul. But he who is careless of his ways will die. Lord, have mercy. Are y'all hearing me today? 
Keep his commandments. Keeps his soul. Protects his soul. Keeps his soul. Protects his soul. Keeps his soul. Protects his soul. But the one who is careless of his ways. Careless of his ways. Careless. That means at any given time he'll fall in a trap. Fall in a snare. Something that will take his life away. That's why I mentioned to you earlier. Won't you do a checklist on your life? And look and see there may be a reason why you're in the position or the thing that is happening to you right now that's happening in your life right now might be something of your own fault because of how you live or how you wouldn't hear or how you wouldn't obey God's word. You just do the checklist on it. Hallelujah. Do the checklist and see what you come up with. It's not for me to know, it's for you to know. But this verse again, I'm going to read it again. He who keeps and obeys the commandments of the Lord keeps and he guards his own life. That's what happens. He keeps and guards his own life. But he who is careless of his ways and conduct, careless of his ways and conduct, careless of his ways and conduct will die. That's what Proverbs said, will die. Will die. So, without obedience, without being able to hear the voice of God, or willing to hear the voice of God, or will hear the voice of God, and obey the voice of God, when you hear it, you see, the Bible lets us know, the Bible lets us know when you hear God's word, the time, the first time you hear it, it's time to obey it. It's time to obey it. He that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit has to say. If you are willing to listen, you will get some instruction. If you're willing to listen, hear, listen, and hear. You see, hearing turns up the volume to receive the word. Listening is when you begin to pay attention to what you are hearing. Pay close attention to what's being said. Don't get a misunderstanding. The Bible also let us know what all that getting, get an understanding. Get an understanding. Get an understanding. Hallelujah. Get an understanding. In John chapter 13 and verse 17, if you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. If you know these things. If you know, blessed are you if you do them. If you do them, just do them. It's not rocket science. It's not hard to figure out. It's not hard to understand. But in the book of Revelation, in my final scripture that I want to leave with you, in the book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 3, Today, I'm telling you to listen and obey God's word. It would behoove you to listen and obey God's word. It would behoove you to listen to this message today and follow up with it through obedience in God. Not, not because I said it. Got nothing to do with 
who's saying it? Except for long as you know that God is saying it. As long as you know that God is instructing you in what you are hearing. But in Revelation chapter 1, verse 3, verse 3, blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it. For the time is near. The time is near. The time is near. In this chapter one of Revelation, I'm going to bring it back to my start at the beginning so I can conclude it in verse three, which I read. Introduction and benediction. See, this is the introduction and the benediction. The beginning and the end. In Revelation, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servant these things which must shortly take place. And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, to all things that he saw. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. I say that to you today. Blessed are you. Blessed are you that hear these words of this prophecy. Blessed are you that pay attention to the words of this prophecy. The book, the scriptures, God's word, God's word. We have to get back to the basics. The basics of the principles of obeying God's commandments. Somehow, some way, somewhere along the line, they've got thrown out the window. Children are not being taught the commandments. They're not raising children anymore to obey God's word, to be obedient and respectful to elders, to listen, to hear an elderly person or someone older than you or someone has more experience than you have. And I'm still trying to figure out, our young people, how, how is it that you got life figured out and you just got here? And there, and there are people, uh, mothers, your aunts, your uncles, your grandmothers, and all of these, been here way before you. Why would you think that they would tell you something that would hurt or harm you? No. No. We're not trying to tell you anything to hurt or harm you. We're trying to help you. And understand that, 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 that when you're in darkness, you can't see which way to go. There has to be a light to show you which way to go. And parents and mothers and fathers and grandparents that, 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 that have been born again and accepted Jesus, that person and Savior that has a light to shine in them, has a right, has a direction, has the instructions. The instructions to give you so that you would have the information, you would have the tools that you need to be able to make it in this life. Otherwise, you're going to go through life blindfolded and facing things and bumping into things and tripping over things before you realize why. And some of the elderly, some of the older persons that have, may not have ever had anybody in your life to give you any instructions either. You know, 
the word of the God, the word of the true and living God. Ministers and that that been set by God to minister and teach and preach will give you instructions and direction according to what God says in His Word in the Bible, not His own Word, but what God's Word is saying. That will help you direct your life on the right pathway. That's the job of the God sent man to say what God would have him say, not what He wants to say, not what He learned in school or theology, but by the Holy Spirit, the guidance and the direction of which God leads him. And in order for that to happen, He's going to have to have the Holy Spirit to reside in him, and the Holy Spirit to guide him and direct him in order to say what He needs to say, speak what He speaks. And he has to also line up his word and his precepts with his walk and his talk as well. I'm here to try and to encourage you to open your eyes in a world of darkness. Because from where I sit and what I'm seeing, we're heading to devastation. And if we don't hurry up and do something, it's going to be too late. But the great thing about this thing this salvation, this relationship with the Lord is every person's decision one-on-one -on -one with him. Nobody is responsible for the other. The only thing God commands us to do that will make us responsible, responsible for one another is to love you one another like we love ourselves. And right now, from where I sit, from where I sit, that's not happening. You say, well, Pastor, how come it's not happening? Look around you. Look at the lives being lost. Lives being taken. Look at the war. Look at the disruption. Look at the confusion. Look in your home. Look in your neighborhoods. Look in your schools. Look in your school. And the more someone like myself try to stand and help and give direction we don't know what we're talking about. Or we can't tell nobody what to do. Not trying to tell you what to do. We're trying to give you instructions on how to do it. Not what to do. Because the decision is yours. When it's all said and done, the decision is yours. And also when it's all said and done, the consequences will be yours. So when it's too late, uh-oh. Who we? Might have, should have, would have, could have, will not help. It won't help. Let's take time out to look at ourselves and start to realize we need to start listening more than talking. We got more people running in mob more than anybody you've ever seen in these days. And the problem with it, are they saying anything? Is anything they're saying helping anybody? I mean, look around. You're looking at our government, looking at our government system and the political system and all this stuff with the chaos that's going on. Why? Because don't nobody want to live. Everybody wants to be the boss. Everybody want to be in control. There's only one somebody that's in control of it all. One. And all of us need to acknowledge to that one. So he will direct our paths where we should go. Lord, we certainly thank you today. We thank you with your love and kindness. 
There's someone today you ought to be tired of. Going around in a circle like a dog chasing his tail. And if you look at that animal when he's doing that, just an example of being mixed up and confused. Has he ever accomplished what he was chasing? No. Did he ever fix what he was looking for? No. No. Because he can't reach. And he'll forever be going around in a circle and become dizzy and confused. Today, in this dispensation of time, Father, I want to pray today. Help us not to be confused. Help us not to be running around in a circle chasing our own tails. But help us to wake up to commit our lives to do. Chase you. To glorify your name. To lift you up. To magnify you. Most of all, give us a spirit to listen. And give us a spirit of obedience. Father, we thank you today. We thank you for everything that has been said. We thank you for everything that's that you're doing. We thank you for what you're going to do. We thank you how you love us and you continue to give us chance after chance. So we lift your holy name up. We praise you to glorify you. We thank you right now, Father. And we pray that whoever listens to this message, that the word that's been spoken out of my mouth that is by your voice and that they will encounter an impact from you by your Holy Spirit. Touch right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Send an impact. A change. An imprint on their heart and their minds. That this word stick with them and it won't leave them. That it sticks so close to them that everywhere they turn, they're reminded to listen and obey. So we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you right now. We thank you for your love and kindness. We praise you forevermore. In Jesus' name, we magnify you. We lift you up. We thank you. And we say amen and amen. All right, brothers and sisters, God bless you. May the peace of God be with you. And heaven continue to smile upon us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Selah. God bless. You've been listening to the broadcast of Focus to Change Ministries. Please join us next Sunday, 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock a.m. right here on WONA 95.1. And remember, if you make the choice, Jesus will make the change. God bless you.